Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this is the Create Beauty Everyday podcast brought to you by HookingRugs.com. And today, I'm kind of, I kind of want to talk about myself, kind of, but I've, I've, <laughs> I've invited someone to join me, and uh, she's been really a big part of my writing life. And um, it's Emily McKinnon from Nimbus, and Emily is the editor of my last three books, and mostly, mostly, she's the editor of Meditations for Makers. She had a big, big part in this book, I'd have to say. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. This feels so like fancy and official and I feel I like a big deal, thank you. <laughs> you're a big deal, Emily, you're a big deal to me. Uh, like, uh, you know, there was, okay, I'm gonna just tell you the truth. When I sent you Meditations for Makers and I sent you like 69,000 words and it came back and it was like 23,000 words, I was like, I was like mortified. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. When I received the manuscript and it was 69,000 words, I had the exact same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I think and that's really a lesson. <laughs> What's that? I said, this is a lesson in communication. <laughs> yeah. We had very different visions for the book. I think. Yes. Yeah. And we went with your vision. Yeah. That's kind of what happens when you work with a publisher. Sometimes you kind of get strong-armed into uh, into the thing that you might not have thought you wanted at first. But I don't know. I think it worked out. It it yeah. It's a really beautiful kind of thing, and it is very different than than what you pitched. So how how do you feel about that? Um, I feel really good about it. I I find it very interesting that the editing process and the making of this book and Mary Williams, who who works with me in the stews in the studio she said it too you've spent more time on this book than you spent on a lot of your books and yes. because honing takes a lot of time yeah right? and this book I think is a is a little bit different from your other books in that you're not just talking about your craft I mean it is about your craft but you're also talking about other aspects of the craft and it's a lot more about writing I think this book is than than your other books are yeah and uh, it's a lot more creative whereas some of your other books are are a little more instructional yeah instructional is that a word instructional <laughs> you're the editor <laughs> I edit words for a little thing. <laughs> yeah but I, I do think like your other books have more of, of sort of a how-to or a manual or a sharing feel and and this book is a lot more narrative and creative and yeah um, yeah a little a little more sparkly <laughs> so I I think like it's way scarier I found myself more hesitant about this book than I've ever felt about any other book because I've always sort of like I find my rugs I love my rugs I love the texture I love the warmth and I'm very confident in them you know yeah but not having any in here and just having those line drawings and when, and every time you sent me back things like with just having the line drawings, every time you sent me back the line drawings or every, uh, at every point I was like, <gasps> and at every point I just sort of just felt that uh, feeling and I just let it sink in. And then at one point you said, don't respond to me right away right <laughs> just give me Sometimes time when I hit send I was like my phone is gonna ring in like two minutes I just know it <laughs> and I really like what we came out what we came up with and and I love the design like I love um the little I made the little watercolor for the front and and Heather in uh, Heather who 
is uh, one of the co-owners of Nimbus. She did the design and, uh, and I really like what we came up with and, and the honing of it. Um, it, and I, I, like I said to my friend the other day, Sherry, it's 300, there's 365 small meditations and most of them are a sentence or two. Some of them are four or five, but I said, you know, I can't expect every one of those to resonate with me every time I read them. Uh, Different ones resonate with me at different times. So what, what made, what made you so sure that we wanted to hone this right down? What, what did you know? I know right away what my answer is because what you originally sent me was 365 meditations, Yeah, but they were all around like some of them were 200 words and some of them were 500 words. And I think probably what ended up in the book is each one is probably between 50 and a hundred words. Yeah. So they ended up substantially shorter, but what I read in that original draft, the nugget was always there. Like I always knew what you were trying to say and not even what you were trying, you did say it. It's not that you weren't saying it. Yeah. It's just that you would say it and then you would reframe it and then you would say it another way. And then it sort of was like, you were saying the same thing different ways in each meditation. And I sort of felt that it would be stronger if you just said it and left it. And I know, especially for writers, that is so hard because you want to make sure that your readers know what you're trying to say. And you want to make sure that they understand the spirit behind what you're trying to say. And you feel like you have to explain so that you're not misunderstood and that it's not misinterpreted or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I think that trust, like you really have to trust your readers and take that sort of, it is like a leap of faith. Like I'm just going to leave this and leaving it open for interpretation and leaving it open for people to take from it what they want from it. And that is really brave because it's, it takes a lot of courage to just put it out there and say, it's yours now when it's been yours for so long, you know? Yeah. Um, But I knew like right from the beginning, I could pick out like what I kept calling it the nugget, like what the little, what that little nugget of gold was in each one. And I could see them Mm -hmm. in all of them. And I, (laughs) I think a lot of the process was just helping, was helping you trust me too, that I, that I knew what you were trying to say. And and that I, thought I understood. I, I mean, I don't presume to understand your whole vision, but I just mean, I think you understood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then I sent you the illustrations and you picked out and I had them a whole bunch tagged and you picked out completely different ones that I never would have, but, but you brought them into, you brought the illustrations right to the words, which I really loved. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Heather had a big hand in that. Heather did it. Yeah. Cause what I did was I just went through and picked, I picked probably, I would say a I picked a hundred or 150 yeah. and I would say maybe 75 of them were ones that you had tagged and probably yep. 75 of them were ones that you hadn't tagged. Um, and I just kind of dumped them all on Heather and I was like, I don't know, choose from these. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she did a great job of like reading the meditations and finding an illustration to pair with it. Um, yeah. yeah. So she really did a lot of that work. Yeah. So yeah, it was a team effort for sure. <laughs> what would you say uh, the crux of the book is? like basically meditations for makers. What, when, when you finished with it, what did you think? What do you think this book is? I love that. That's a really nice question. 
Um, I think it's about trust. It's learning to trust yourself and to trust the process. And there's sort of the trust between you and the reader and between the reader and you. It is sort of, um, it is sort of open for people to take from it what they want, which I think is really beautiful. Like it's not didactic in a way that it's telling you what to think. Mm -hmm. And I really love your note at the beginning where you say like, I'm not, these are just my thoughts. Like I'm not, I'm not a wise to do woman. Anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that tone really comes through. Like it, it's just about um, teaching people that they can trust themselves. And even when you don't trust yourself, that that's okay too, that that's sort of part of it, that you sort of have to trust the mistrust, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to yeah. use that. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think that's what it I think that is what essentially happens when you're making something is that you're doubting yeah. you're sure you're doubting you're sure you're doubting you're always doubting it always comes back even no matter how confident you are how long you've been doing it I mean do you feel that way when you're editing Absolutely. sometimes oh 100% yeah and and a lot of editing is trust too because it's sort of especially with track changes, which is what we use. It's like those little bubbles in the corner. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like the tone doesn't quite come through. Yeah. So if I'm saying that something is repetitive, like, <laughs> and I know this, like from having my own writing edited, like it can yeah. be really, it can be kind of hurtful, right? Because yeah, it can be. It's, for sure. so, it's so personal and it's yeah. so vulnerable to share that with someone else and then have them be like, this is repetitive. <laughs> So it's, uh, it can be like a really walking on eggshells process. But the reason that I felt okay to tell you things like, look at this and don't call me <laughs> was because I felt like we had that trust. And, and I felt like you would understand eventually, like maybe not at first, because I, right. I think everyone sort of gets their hackles up about something yeah. that they've created that someone is criticizing. That's, that's just the nature of, yeah. of creativity, I think. But um, yeah, no, I think we really, we got to a good place where we were able to sort of be a little more honest with each other and just, I hate that or, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it was, yeah. And I think that that is more beneficial to the process than, than anything else. I think so too. I, I, um, I'm really glad that I trusted you. Um, I really, and even when the first, when the book first got in my hands, I was like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. But the more I look at it, the more I like it. And the more I pick it up, the more I think that's going to resonate. Yeah. And, and the thing you know, that I love about it is like that we intentionally made it not have a structure. Like yes. we intentionally didn't silo things into um, themes or chapters, or we intentionally didn't choose dates. We intentionally didn't number them because that's not the point of the book. The point is to sort of dip in and out I mean, you could read it all in one sitting if you wanted to. Yeah, I, I agree with you that I think like you just open it up to a random page and if you what you find resonates with you that day, that's great. But maybe maybe it won't that day. Maybe it'll be the next day. Yeah. And that's kind of the purpose of the book is is something that you keep coming back to. Yeah. Um, so I really love that about it. Yeah, too. I feel like I hope it hangs around, you know, people's studios and desks and I hope yeah. it gets coffee stains and gets worn and scribbles in it. And stuff. Scribbles yeah. In it. yeah, we <laughs> encourage that. And the paper's really nice. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's really nice. You can write on it and uh, if you want to. I, I, yeah, I hope it does that people just 
you know, take these little drawings and draw something next to them and extend yeah. them. That's what I hope for it. And, you know, I hope they get beat up and worn out. That's what I hope. Yeah. When that I, think it loved. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good book for anyone. I just want to say that. I know it's my book, but <laughs> I think it's a great book for anybody who makes. It's like the first Absolutely. book that isn't really yeah. just for rug hookers or, and that's why we didn't put a rug on the cover because right. we want it to sort of broaden the reach I think with this book and there was a lot that I took I actually I don't know if I told you this I don't think I did I had a little document of like my favorite meditations of the ones that like really spoke to me and that I thought resonated with either writing or editing or publishing like there were a few that that really spoke to me personally oh good um, and I pulled them out and I had like a little document I should send that oh, to you. oh that's good. <laughs> I'm glad that's great just things that you can go to yeah that's right. Yeah. Just like little reminders, which, yeah. which is really nice. My dad was always big into that. He really loved Dale Carnegie. Yes. Right. <laughs> and, yep. and one of Dale Carnegie's things is like, you should always write down quotes that resonate with you or quotes that you enjoy yeah. and just have them around and nearby to remind you. And so I sort of picked that up from him and yeah, the ones that really, that really struck me, I, I just pulled them out and put oh, them in I'm a that's yeah. <laughs> well, I just figure if like five or 10 really strike somebody out of this, like five or 10 might strike you and then five different ones will strike somebody yeah. else. I think that's, a, I agree with you that that's just a really important, yeah. that's an important thing to hang on to. And well, that it's helps. just pretty, like, it's just nice to have on it your shelf. It's really <laughs> that it's helps too. <laughs> it has a watercolor on the front and I'm not a watercolor painter. So it's just like a big, messy watercolor. And then I noticed in the sketches in the sketches that you chose, like, some of them are rough and some of them are kind of more yeah. uh, really fine, fine, not, I'm, well, I never do fine line drawings, but some of them are like, some of them are one style and some of them are another. And and I thought that was good too, that it just didn't have one kind of feeling in here. Sometimes there's these raggedy feelings and sometimes, yeah. which is kind and of. And I think if there is one meditation in there that says something along the lines of like, sometimes I paint and I paint badly and sometimes I write and I write badly. Like it doesn't matter. No. The outcome isn't always what matters. It's just the fact that you do it. And, and that was sort of the intentional choice between choosing some of those less finished looking drawings because like that's the point like mm -hmm. the point isn't always to have a very polished like beautiful thing that people think just sprang fully formed <laughs> you know it's nice for people to see um, the the eraser marks and, and yeah. it's nice that you're doing this this episode too so people can see like it wasn't like you just brought this and it went right to print. Like it was, no, it wasn't like it was that at all. Yeah. It was a big process and it was much different <laughs> than I imagined. And, and I'm really glad that we did it. Like, I'm really glad that we did it. I'm really glad you pulled me along. Thank you. Yeah. And, well, I'm glad yeah. you brought it to us because it is something you, like you said, I mean, you could just do it yourself. So I'm glad that you, uh, yeah, I can do it, it myself, but I really like working with Nimbus because I think I really do believe that, um, uh, that small publishing houses in like in in regions I really believe that they are one of the things that are um saving culture in our communities yeah. I, I really believe yeah. that and uh so I'm really happy to work with you guys I love it I'm yeah glad. yeah well, thank you it's yeah. nice to hear yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really it's it, it feels right to me so thanks so much for being on the podcast of course and thank you for having me so funny. I I think that if you know anybody who makes anything, you should get the meditations for makers for Christmas. I agree. And you can order it from my website at hookingrugs.com or 
if you want to, it's available on um, at all at all your local bookstores, which we really encourage you to support. And it is available on Amazon.ca and Amazon.com. And if you buy it there, please review it for me and for Nimbus. It's really important for both of us uh, because the reviews really matter in getting our books found there. So thank you so much, Emily. Thanks for editing it. Thanks of for course. and thanks for showing me how. Well, thank you for bringing it and thank you for being open and thank you for trusting me <laughs> and congratulations. And where do they find you, Emily? At Nimbus oh, probably Publishing? The, yeah, Nimbus Publishing, but probably the best place is Twitter. Honestly, okay. I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that hell site. <laughs> you are on that. Okay, great. And you are, how are, how are you found on Twitter? Uh, at EMC Mac. So at EMC you, Mac. You, That's Emily McKinnon from Nimbus find. Publishing at <laughs> EMC Mac on Twitter. Thanks a lot, Emily. Take care. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by hookingrugs.com. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. And today we talked to Emily McKinnon about the book Meditations for Makers. See ya.